super excited you could you were willing to sit in the hot seat and um, to join me today so really appreciative especially around the holidays holy smokes I mean thanks for having me Paul appreciate it yep so um, so I had the interview with President Docking I guess your ultimate ultimate boss um, great conversation I mean there's a a lot of insight there, and we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later. But uh, your first-year head coach, um, I, I just wonder, maybe we could just sort of level set. And could you just talk to me about how you, um, you know, your soccer journey, how you ended up getting to, to Adrian College? Uh, yeah, I, I played at Concordia, Ann Arbor. Um, I did a couple of years of playing there, and... Even when I was playing there, I pretty much knew the coaching was going to be what I was going to be doing mm-hmm. post-college. I don't think I was ever destined for any kind of business career or sitting behind a desk, as I'm sitting behind a desk now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there is reason. business, like, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think I was ever destined for that. Um, and then I did a couple of years of coaching at Concordia when I finished playing and kind of dipped my toes into what it was like working in uh, as a coach in in college so recruiting and going on campus visits just the day-to-day I was able to see that I work quite closely with the head coach so I knew that I would probably end up going into that world once I I got done playing and then um, after a couple of years of doing that with Concordia an an opportunity came up to go to Detroit Mercy to work with Nick Darren as the assistant coach for what ended up being two seasons Mm-hmm. which thoroughly enjoyed that time and, and that set me up quite nicely then for an opportunity that came around when there was a position here to uh, to take the head coaching um, job and and it was one I wanted to take. I, I think I was ready to be a head coach at that point and um, kind of test some of the things that, that I felt I wanted to um, and had learned along the way and, and, and it was all, all really good timing. So... Um, but I'm a year into it now, and uh, it's it, it's been exactly really what I need and what, and what I wanted as well. Yeah. All right. So I got to ask a question that just popped into my head. Um, I've always I've always wondered when when someone says they they think they were they're ready or they were ready for or are ready for a head coaching job in in Division Three soccer is that a is that a um, a how would I say this. Are you re- were you ready for from a soccer perspective, like the X's and O's, and you sort of formulated how you would want a team to play, or is it, you know, understanding the recruiting process and sort of your day to day? Because let's face it, nine months out of the year is very different than the other three, right? Yeah, yeah. It. Um, I think from the the next the X's and O's, as you say, I'd had enough experience up to, to to this point, I suppose, of playing and, and coaching, mm-hmm. coaching in college, coaching youth soccer. It, I, had, I felt like I had done my time to be able to take a head coaching role and, and lead when it comes mm-hmm. to the X's and O's. From the recruiting part, um, I think that's been, as I am still doing, after a year in the job on reflection, there's been a lot of things that I've had to learn um, because 
working at Detroit Mercy is extremely different to working at Adrian. Yeah. Um, the levels, the schools are different. Um, the people you work with are different. The players you work with are different. Um, and now I'm also the one leading it. So it's all, it's all been very, very different. Um, I, I suppose, how ready can you be? I, f I felt at that point I was... I was ready, maybe from a confidence standpoint, to say if somebody gave me my um, my opportunity to lead a program tomorrow, then I would just jump straight, like headfirst into it, mm. and I and I would learn on the job. That feels how it's gone. There's definitely some stuff I look back and think, oh, I could have been more prepared with that. I could have, I'd like to have had more experiences with mm. that. But um, I think that's why the job. Is the good is a good one for me. Mm -hmm. It's given me a chance to learn on the job. I've had an opportunity to make probably a few mistakes. Yeah, and um, you're not trying if you're not making mistakes. By the way, that's why I yeah right. yeah and 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 I've been all right with that, and the people around me have been all right with that, and and that's why I think this job is has been a good one for me. Right. I think if you go to if my first opportunity had been, let's just say, at Detroit Mercy, there might not be that room for, for error, perhaps mm. at that level. Um, you know, the, the, the requirements from Detroit Mercy, um, you know, may, it may have been higher or, yeah. or something I wasn't prepared for. So yeah. after a year of being here, I, I don't feel any different. I think it was a, it was a perfect job for me at that moment in time, yeah. Um, sorry for the sidetrack there. Let, this uh, I, I always like to ask this because, especially with new hires like yourself, right? Like you, you're in in your seat for a year, right? Like this is your yeah. first. This this, yeah. You've completed your first full year. Now this fall will be your second. Your start of your second, or roughly whatever. Kit, was. Were you giving marching orders when you were hired or were you, were you, was there a purpose to your hiring, right? Like there's one thing to be, to hire somebody to be a caretaker, like, look, just go do your thing as a soccer. Here's some, you know, high level. This is what we need you to do, you know, and, or was there, you know, we expect you to, you have three years to you know, get to this point and, you know, we want you to win or compete for the conference every year. Like, was there any of that? Um, well, possibly a bit, a little bit. I think coming into this specific job, it was more a case of the, um, for want of a better word, hierarchy. We're probably looking at the program and thinking, um, anybody can see from the outside that the last few years have been a bit of a struggle yeah um i also think that the feeling inside the program was more on the negative side mm -hmm. the, the feeling of the maybe the players towards the program they'd lost some games quite a few games in the last few years mm -hmm. um and and i think initially it was more about coming in to hear and starting to get a better feeling about the place. So there was probably some initial things that they wanted is, can the guys immediately have somebody who they respect and enjoy being around mm -hmm. um, and 
and then from there, maybe a little bit more of the longer term planning of, and I'm and I'm just kind of some of this would be actually quoted maybe from conversations, but it is more of a kind of five to seven year thing. Mm -hmm. Thinking, um, they understand that I'm gonna probably need time to. If it's recruiting, then I can recruit the players that I would like to recruit. That takes that takes time because time. there's still people here right now that um, were recruited from somebody else. And so when you transition to having a different coach, I don't think it was necessarily for me, as, and they probably wanted the same thing, that you just kind of come in and um, start waving an axe. <laughs> and, you, you know, and overnight it turns around and you can suddenly just have your team so um, no that was quite clear from the start I understood that this was going to as impatient as I am this is going to take a little bit of time mm -hmm. people were going to be able to have an opportunity current players were going to be able to have an opportunity to have a have a different environment have a different coach but um, th that was fair because it fitted into the sort of five to seven years at the school of said to me that we think this is a time frame where you can turn around mm -hmm. um, the program with that was yeah results there isn't anything specifically like a first place second place finish mm -hmm. of course as anybody would want better results I think so um, yeah, yeah. without I didn't need to be told that I, I'm, <laughs> I'm competitive enough myself I haven't I haven't come here to waste anybody's time I, I've come here to get results um, so pro Probably a little bit of both. There was some, mm. there was some things, not necessarily from a conference finish standpoint, but more so from um, the recruiting standpoint. There's some expectations with regards to recruiting numbers, and there's yeah. some expectations when it comes to how the program is viewed in the community or on campus, to faculty and staff, to to, to local schools that we want to have a good reputation in the community. Um, uh, and then the the enjoyment for the players too. I mean, the, mm -hmm. the word that's used these days is culture. The, the mm -hmm. culture of the team needed to improve, and mm -hmm. I think they were interested to know what I was going to do to change the culture here. Mm -hmm. um, which actually is quite a different. It's quite a difficult answer because you you don't really know the players. I did enough homework on Adrian to know where I was going, but you don't really know until you start the job. Yeah. How can you? change the culture is, yeah. is um, you know, I have an idea in my head about how I treat people and speak to players and how I run my training sessions or how I, um, how I bring about more of a, um, or, or how I design or have my, my group and, and, and how I run the environment, which is probably a lot different to the previous coach and it's you know, different to many coaches, but, um, you don't know what effect you're going to have on players until you, until you get through the door. Because as I found, you know, some really, really like it, and some are quite hesitant. Some don't mm. really want it at all, and, and so there's all different, um, there's all different responses from players. But no, I wouldn't say anything like a specific number. Um, but I think there were some clear things they wanted to see immediately, and then, mm -hmm. to be honest, I think they were happy for me to, to kind of run with it. Mm -hmm. um Okay. Are how 
difficult because you, you mentioned it like you never know from a cultural standpoint like how easy or how difficult it's going to be until you actually get in the middle in the thick of things and you met the players and you started working with them like how how have you found that and how have you found the i'll ask the receptivity of your players to go in the direction that you want to go um, well, immediately, because of all the loss of games, mm-hmm. I think people are, when I came in, it was, they're really, really interested, of course, yeah. and, and as, as they probably should be for, for, for right or wrong, everybody wants to know how can you help them? Yeah. So how's this guy going to come Do in? Do something and, for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Change the fortunes immediately of this program. I mean, I, I as much as I think I'm a good coach i'm not a miracle worker and i, and I think there's a re- we finished you're fired um, yeah after <laughs> after you know two, two to three not so good seasons i yeah. I, I was realistic i i um i'll tell you now i don't feel any different about the job mm-hmm. from when i first came into now i, I this the season the previous season that we've just had um of course i expected us to do a little bit better than what we did and I think some games were extremely disappointing that we didn't fall on the more positive side of results. Yeah, yeah. Um, to, but to go back to the beginning, yeah, people initially want to know that. Um, and then you immediately, I came into the winter, so it took a little bit of time to get to spring practices. I think from then sp- spring practices, you start to set the tone as to how things are going to go. People yeah. can see what you're like as a as a coach on the grass, and then people see what you're like just in the office setting. Um, so it took actually a little bit of time for them to really get a feel for who I was, and I really felt like I didn't know who they were until a few months into the job. Um, so that time passed pretty quickly. Um, and then as we got through the spring, that gave me the first chance to really see what, what these people can do mm-hmm. with regards to practice. Um, and then all the other things, you know, fitness, just their general standards, how they talk mm-hmm. to each other, how they talk to me. Um, and then you just kind of from there notice, or you just notice your starting point, some of the things you like, some of the things you don't like. And then from there you... Uh, you try and change it. And I think enough times passed now where I've, you know, a season's passed where I've seen and my players will know that, you know, they've been given some warnings about things in the past spring. And then in the fall, it was disappointing for some. And some people, there were really positive seasons mm-hmm. despite the the, the record. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think at the end of it, Paul, people will either hop on board with what you're doing um, you hope you hope that they do because you can actually try and help some of these people. We really do have people that could, of course, do more, right? And mm. there's, there's a bit more you can squeeze out. And I think that's what I thought about the group in the at the beginning. You can squeeze out more. How much more can you get out of these current guys if they let you? Um, and then if they, there's some people who, yeah, they just don't quite let you, or they're not just quite willing to do enough, and. And then you just start to alter things from there. It might be new players. Um, 
likelihood in, in college soccer and recruiting is that there probably will be new players that come through the door because um, I think at the end of it, you, when you strip it back, it is really about doing the best for Adrian. And it's about doing the best yeah. for you know men's soccer here. I, I always say with, with players too that maybe don't get on board – this is a blanket statement. This has nothing to do necessarily with Adrian and, and your situation, but just in my experience, like if if they aren't willing to adapt to sort of the things you bring to the table and what you want to do and what you want to accomplish, I always wonder were they ever bought in at all, even in the old way, right? Like they have a way in which they want to live their life on the soccer field and. It can run contrary to just about any coach that comes up because it's just the way they are. Um, yeah. Um, so anyhow, it's, it's an for me that's an interesting conversation again because I, I you know I I was a I wasn't the easiest player to deal with right like and I totally understand that in hindsight right like you you get to an age and you're like okay all the lies I told myself about myself are are not valid so you, you know and I. And it was a case of, hey, I think I know better. And I think there's a, it's just the age, right? And I think a lot of kids think, well, I know better. I know that. This is the way I play better if I'm in this position versus that position. Or if we, you know, go route one or we play the ball. Like, you know, you have all these different understandings. I don't think it's, it's not – I'm and I'm still a young coach. I, I, yeah. I make it really clear to the boys that – I've consistently said this. I don't know how long I'm going to say say this for, but like, I, yeah, I'm still learning too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have a magic wand. I, no, I, I come yeah, here yeah. with some ideas, and I, I had to probably have some ideas to get the job. So I do yeah. have some ideas, and but along the way, I'm I'm not so rigid that you know I'm I'm willing to listen to people. I listen yeah. to the boys, and um, you, there's probably some truth in what you said that if if they struggling to get on you do wonder sometimes what they would get on board with yeah yeah that's yeah yeah is there a coach out there or a program out there that's more absolutely yeah yeah you do you you do wonder um but i'm i'm pretty fair i think i make a i think there is a a place here where it's it's quite fair people to listen to Mm -hmm. and um but at the same time you there's an expectation and i Mm -hmm. think if um you, you you listen and you the players will have their own thoughts or that, you know, why, why, why it, that's the, that's the typical question is why everybody wants to know why all the time. And, um, so there's some, there's some good dialogue between myself and the players, but, um, you've got to see from the place I started again, coming in and seeing that, okay, this is what I think because we've had three bad seasons. Um, I think it's been a bit of both. You've, you've seen some people and go, Oh wow, they really have changed. and, And they've decided that, Okay, it wasn't all the previous coach's fault, but um, you know this 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 new guy can do so much, and, and yeah. he'll give everything. And but there's got to be something from from us guys. So yeah. a, a little bit of both. As a yeah, as yeah, yeah. I think ultimately, no player likes to lose, right? And and I think they have to get to a point where hey, you know, we, we you know, losing's becoming really common around here. Maybe we should try a different tack. And I think when players get to that point 
they become sponges. I'll do whatever you tell me to do if you think it's going to help us win, right? I just think that's the nature of being a competitor, myself personally. But yeah, um, um, hey, I, 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 I'm trying to think if you are. Let me just confirm before I open my mouth and I say something dumb, and they're like, "I can't believe you didn't remember talking to so and so." You are the first um, Michigan Inter- Intercollegiate Athletic Association coach that I have interviewed. So, with that responsibility and that heavy burden on your shoulders, could you just talk to me a little bit about, from your perspective, the MIAA? Um, you mean in terms of just... Yeah, the- just competitiveness, the other teams... I know Calvin. I think everyone knows Calvin, right? And it's outstanding, outstanding program. But um, outside of that, maybe you could touch on a few. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm fresh into seeing all of the all of the the programs. I think it's. Um, I think it'd probably be rude to, for me to say it, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I, <laughs> I knew I knew about Calvin. I knew about um, no, I knew about all the teams. Yeah, not not the that I'd gone and seen them. Kind of some of them not so much recently, but I'd kn- I'd, I knew about the teams, and I knew that um, you know I did my homework enough to know where Adrian were relative to the to the rest of the teams. Um, but that probably wouldn't be too far from the truth. I think there's been a couple of games where I've been like, oh, okay, like actually the the level of competition is probably higher than than I thought it was going to be. Um, in 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 the least rude way possible, it was it was yeah. it, it just was. Yeah. I think um, when you start reading about some of the players that are in the conference, I'm sure some of these players are more than capable of playing at Division Two, Division One, higher yeah. levels. No doubt, um, that makes the job here even tougher because you've got to try and compete against that. Um, you got work to do. <laughs> got plenty of work to do. Yeah, I don't come in the office every day for nothing. You got to try and. Uh, you you just really talk to push. me. That's all you do. You don't yeah. do anything else. You just have conversations with me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We, um, but but no, I think the level is. Is, is very good. The Calvins and the Hopes, I felt like, um, you know, with, with, with two teams that I felt were, you know, just had players that did the comfort level on the ball, the ability yeah. to... to against, Different level, yeah. Yeah, just... Um, yeah, from a player standpoint, just a different ability, I think. Yeah. Um, those guys had recruited well. And they've they've had a little bit, little bit of time to put together, and find, you know, their recruiting spots, and they've had success with it, and so it's good for me to see in the first year yeah. of what these teams do. And then, um, other teams, you're just impressed with uh, how how they try and find ways to be competitive. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you, you know, if you try and take on Calvin at soccer. Simply soccer, you know, it's uh, good luck. It's, yeah, and we all, you know, I'm 
pretty optimistic when it comes to coaching. And, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> again, as much as I think I, I, um, as much as I might think I'm a good coach, you, you, you've you've got to find ways to win. And I, so I was impressed with, I was impressed with how some of the teams have put together their, you know, they've assembled their teams to, to find success in the conference. Um, so yeah, the, the the level of play, pretty good. Mm. Um, I think, again, facilities, pretty good. But there's there's also sort of similar to other levels where. You know, I've worked at Detroit Mercy, and you're coming up against. You've got you're traveling to some places where, you know, their locker rooms are bigger than. Yeah. You know, some of the. Yeah. Haves and have-nots. Well, that's maybe yeah. not the right way to say it, but. Yeah. No, that's. I think that's every level. So that's probably again similar to here. So, um, to, yeah. To be honest, probably a little bit surprised with the level, but at the same time, it was probably to be expected that there's going to be teams at the top of the conference mm-hmm. that have you know more than. Than, than people at the bottom of the conference. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, some of them expected something. The level was a little bit, you know, surprising, but but a good thing. Um, pretty well organised, I would say as well. It's it, it's been really easy to sort of navigate my way around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the conference, find people I need to speak to. All of the, you know, things we don't really think about in taking the job. Everybody's been there, so. Um, yeah, I've I've really enjoyed working in the in the first year. It's been a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. So, based on your first season, how close do you think you are to sort of? I'm not saying winning conference or NCAA, any of that, but how close do you think you are to turning things in the right direction? Right. I'm just looking from a schedule standpoint because that's all the visibility I really have at this point, but. I I look, I look at the games that are one goals, right? Like, and there's probably five or six games that I see that well, you could if you're on the right side of the scoreboard, you're right. Your record looks dramatically different. So I'm just wondering, like, how close do you think you are to that level, right? To getting to that point? Yeah, that's soccer, right? I mean, yeah, (laughs) we watch games every weekend, and there, you know, one one goal can make a difference between a bad coach and a yeah. Good coach. Um, a few different positions in the table. You're certainly yep. a good coach. Oh yeah. yeah, one goal. Yeah. Two weeks later, you go back to being the bad coach again. So, um, <laughs> no, I know how these things work. I, I I watch it every week, and I I guess from that, I just try to be careful with like my own mind. I suppose that you mm-hmm. don't. I'm not typically a person that gets too high with highs, low with lows. Mm-hmm. I try just the same as I do with the lads, just to try and kind of keep them yeah. at, a, at a level where we're, we're just focused. And how, how far away? Um, well, based on, based on what you just said, probably not far. So mm-hmm. I think my reflection on the season has been what can get us that additional mm-hmm. goal, um, what can prevent us from conceding that, that mm-hmm. additional goal, and then you fall the right side of yeah. a couple of the results. Suddenly then, Paul, I think people think that if if we had won, say if we had won three of those games in conference, people yeah. might be looking at, people would be probably looking at us a lot different. Yeah. Um, so then I start to think, well, the, the change might nece- not necessarily just be on the field the whole time. Is yeah. I also start to think how many of the results could have been changed had it have been from just things away from the field. Yeah. So I'm I'm not, and I'm I'm sort of still on this thought really is 
to come in and make an immediate change. I think there's some things you can make an immediate change with, mm -hmm. but ultimately what I've walked into, it probably wasn't going to be an immediate change. Immediate so, change, yeah. No, and I don't think it was just a soccer either. So mm -hmm. I start looking and thinking, well, um, is, it, is it off the field where, you know, these, these guys, if they are a bit happier or if they feel like the team's a bit more cohesive or... Mm -hmm. Is it to do with other things that we can do outside of soccer to to make sure that then if it's if it's all intertwined can can practice be better because of some of these things and if practice mm -hmm. is better then the you know the games are better so um, ultimately the easiest thing to point to is competition and say well if you improve the competition then training's going to be better and then the games mm -hmm. are going to be better that's a really really quick fix is to just go and get better players yeah when you're Adrian and you've just finished bottom of the league. I um, mean, you're a Division Three school, and from the outside, it doesn't all look so rosy. It's that's hard. Not so yeah. easy to do. So, um, you have to, which is why I don't feel any different about the job as when I first started. Is because I I felt like this was a position that I could come in and kind of just start again. Yeah. So, have I? What have I spent the last year doing? Of course, I'm trying to find more competitive players for the program, but I also mm. feel like I've dug. Um, and I've started to now fill in like a pretty decent foundation, which mm -hmm. isn't just based on um, winning and losing. It's yeah. more about yeah. the, the program being a, a mirror of maybe who I am and, and mm -hmm. some of the leaders of the program and really trying to figure that part out. Because yeah. I think that's also helped me as a coach is like, well, um, I could have come into a, a winning program and you, 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 I could have won however many games I probably figured more out about myself by taking over this program and, yeah. and figuring there's things I don't like, there's things I like. Yeah. Um, so, so how close am I? I? I don't know. It's college soccer. Next year, I think with, with teams losing people, with us gaining people, it mm. could move yeah, a bit yeah. quicker than yeah. it maybe does in perhaps higher levels. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what I I can't control that, but what I do know is I, I feel that we're putting together a a program that is more than just soccer. Mm -hmm. I think we are, um, we have to be more than just soccer to try and find, get more out of people. Yeah. And then um, I hope, you know, is, is, is that going to lead to like more goals? I hope so. I think yeah. there is a, a I think there is a, um, there's a link between the experience that these guys have on campus, whether it be in the classroom, the dorms, at lunch, with each other on the bus, all of these things, um, I think are just as important as the X's and O's on the field. Yeah. So I think if we can get, I say get that right, I think if we can put more into that, um, then, then, then that'll certainly be a plus. And then the other thing with recruiting has been trying to figure out like what spots do we need to be looking in? Mm -hmm. Because since I've come in, I you know I've looked at the roster and I think, well, how did that player end up here? It's like that's not a spot that I would necessarily look in because, mm -hmm. you know, you've got various other schools that they have to choose from in that area. So really figuring, okay, what players do we need to be looking at? Where are they playing? Um, you know, where am I connected and where can I get players from? Mm -hmm. So um, I, I. I I'm an optimist. I'll tell you that I think we're we're much improved. How much improved are we? I, I 
only the season will tell. Um, but I think we're we're on the right track, Paul. Yeah. Um, I got to I got to ask where because now you're starting out. Well, like where is your recruiting? And maybe it's just a particular thing about Adrian. Like, are you just in, recruiting in Michigan? Or are you doing Michigan, Ohio? Or are you doing, right? Or, or and I'll ask this, because I do now with everybody. Do, do you have, is your goal at some point, five years, seven years, once you get to a point where the program is yours, you have it where you want it, and you have the guys are all bought in, and to expand your your recruiting sphere to maybe be across the country like some programs I speak with? I, again, it might be an Adrian-specific question, but... Um, right now, it's mostly just Michigan. Mm -hmm. I think we can... I think we can improve our group with Michigan players. I think there's more than enough programs, clubs to pick from here. My relations with clubs are mostly here as well I've, I've lived here long enough where I know maybe directors of coaching or just um, you know staff members at these clubs could be college programs around where you might be looking at transfers as well mm -hmm. so um, we have players from Ohio we have players from Illinois so there's I, I'm open to it but I think my time is probably best spent in Michigan Michigan yeah and that's where I've been looking for the most part since the um since the season ended the the recruiting class is is coming from michigan yeah yeah um i i think well i have this theory that the midwest and west schools soccer has been getting dramatically better quicker than I'll just say the East Coast teams that have been doing this for so long and dominated. I don't want to say that's not the right word, but but a lot of focus has been on the East Coast. And I think I think Ohio, Michigan, that Illinois, Indiana, maybe Western PA, like that whole area has a. A, a very large pool of very good soccer players to pick from, right? And it's just about making, right? Then it's your sales pitch, right? Like, hey, Adrian, why Adrian? Why this program? Why do you want to come? But anyhow, I could ramble. Um, what, surpri what surprised you when you got here and you started training with the guys and you started, you, you, you did your season? Is there anything that, Again, you you mentioned the quality of the other teams, but specific to your program, like was there anything that you were like, "Huh, I was uh, expecting it th one way, and it turns out it's this way, and that's so much better." Makes sense. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, the you, I guess you would think that the group of guys that we have here would be arguing all the time and they wouldn't get along you know this team's finished bottom of the table for a few years now and I actually came into the complete opposite of it the, the group was actually quite together um, which is a good thing I would say on top of it 
with it being a good thing, it was almost too much of a good thing in a way because the competition level probably wasn't high enough. Yeah. So on one hand, it was like, oh, okay, these guys all get along pretty well. And, um, you know, there's enough, you know, I'm not walking into arguments or fights in, in the locker room or anything like that. So I, I guess I was surprised with that because I was sort of thinking that, you know, had this have been, you know, uh, another program, you probably would have walked into that. I don't know, in my in my years of playing, I think if you're losing games, there's, not, there's a bit more unrest than what there was there. But then there's also a bit of you as a coach, you're also almost suspicious as to why there's not more unrest because we've, we're all competitive and we want to yeah. win and we're fed up with losing, then perhaps there probably should have been more of more of that. Um mm. So, so maybe that was a that, that was a surprise, but I, I don't think it was necessarily a bad thing. Um, surprises? No, no, not not really. I think I kind of knew that it was going to be a clean slate. It was going to be a one where I'd have to strip it back and start again. I don't think anything. Um, I, 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 actually, I just I just sort of thought of something is. Um, but this is maybe a little bit further down the line from what you're talking about, not not so much first coming in, but off the back of the season that we've just had, I think you would think that if you were looking from the outside, nobody would want to go near the school and touch the school as a soccer player. Mm. Um, and, and it's actually been, um, it's been, it's been nice that that hasn't been the feeling at all. People mm. have been willing to come and listen to what you've got to say, mm. come and see the facilities, come and hear about, the, the the model of the school and the plan that the school has and yeah. that uh, then from there like people have people get a feel for it oh okay like you've lost some games but um, you know new coach new start good facilities there's more in, in the pipeline with regards to facilities as well that um, it is really exciting so people then come down and go oh, okay it's not maybe not so bad and uh it's also for some people an opportunity to opportunity. To come in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as long as people were willing to to give me the time of day, then I think it's been quite surprising that you weren't expecting just people to close the door on you. Yeah. yeah. Or, or <laughs> delete your email. So that's been quite, yeah. quite nice. But um, yeah, not other than that, Paul. No, not 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 really anything surprising. No. Yeah, yeah. Nothing stands out. How? Um, uh, uh, how has the recruiting been like do you do you have do you have commits already or i, I know it might be a little bit earlier early for you guys but do you do you have do you have guys who have already said yeah i'm in yeah yeah we've got um we start out with a list right and and you however many people are on that list, you kind of identify, at least for me, I, I stripped it back and said, well, I think Michigan's going to be primarily where we're, where we're recruiting from. You have your list and and, uh, and I'm really happy with where we're at. We do have people that are committed for, for 24, so we're focused on that. Um, and then there's always people from now until probably June time that will come up and mm. uh, they'll come out of the blue. So I think you leave a little bit of room for that. Um, but actually, it puts me in a spot now where I've, I'm, I'm, I, I've probably recruited enough people where I can. Um, I'm never going to relax, but I, I, you can sort of sit back, <laughs> sit back for a second and. Um, yeah. Uh, not uh, sit, no, it's not happening. Um, 
<coughs> I, I think now I may be... That, that's probably how recruiting's gone, I think, since the, the season ended, as I sort of look and... There's, you're looking for... You're not going to get the complete player. Um, right. So yeah. you're looking for little bits, and then you... That's before you even know the player as well. Like you have no idea what they're like. Are they actually going to be um, receptive to being coached? All that kind of stuff that comes later. But when you're watching a player, like yeah, you are trying to you go and kind of go and watch these levels. And it could be that you know you're watching NLS Next games or you're watching yeah. kind of NAL games or whatever it might be. And um, I think it's quite hard. I think it's quite hard to recruit because the. I go and personally, I go and watch some games that you know are slightly lower level, and you're looking to trying to find that that mm. player that maybe has a, a quality a diamond in the rough. I would say, right? Like, I think yeah. so. You know, yeah. I think I think that's, uh, but yeah, no, that's definitely what you're you're trying to do. But um, you go and watch again some of the the, the higher levels, and um, I, I'm looking at well, I've had now a year of seeing what was on the on the pitch and then you're trying to now go okay what could come into into this group of players and and, and improve them um, but you can find them from anywhere you can, yeah. you can absolutely find them from anywhere you just have to I think the hardest part maybe coaches would also this is like what do they have enough where the bits that they don't quite have are you think they're able to get them and pick them up mm. and then um but most of it, honestly, isn't until somebody comes into the, onto the re, the visit or into your office yeah. and you start speaking to them and you break down the program and you're looking for these quite basic things and this is what the, this is what it's kind of going to be like and, and then from there you you just have to make your judgment on, um, on that. But, but at the moment, I, I guess. Uh, yeah, no. We're, I mean, we're doing well. With rec we're doing well. I think for for where people might think that we should be because of where we finished. I'm I'm, I'm happy, um, but there's still room for yeah, still room for a always few more. Always is ones. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's always upside until like you're recruiting. I always say until you're no one, no coach is ever really satisfied unless they get the best Division One class to suddenly commit to their division three school right like that's the level right? that that like that's your that's that's the that's the drive i guess is where like oh, if i could only recruit like this these guys and bring them and it would be great but it's a lot more work than that but um yes. I, i'll just say i'm a fan of 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 you guys ever since i i interviewed president docking and just sort of my research in the schools so i know Facility-wise and academically and all that stuff. I mean, it's a, you know, it's got a. I mean, you don't go wrong going going to a place like Adrian. I mean, just again, this and and the way things have sort of shaped up and sort of the emphasis. So I I, I do have to ask my my required question, and you know, President Docking wrote the book on how to you know, turn around a small school. And part of that, a big pillar of that is emphasis on athletics and the athletic experience of student athletes and using that as a recruiting tool and sort of, yeah, so on and so forth. So I, I'm just curious, like, is your, how does that work for you? 
right? Like what, what are, could you share, like, what are some of those minimal expectations? You're, you're now the Adrian head soccer coach. You, you are expected to have a roster. I don't know what your roster size of X and you're expected to bring in 10 guys a semester, uh, a season and they have to be academically inclined and all those different things. Um, yeah, to be honest, it's, it's probably not. Yes, there's there's a there's a there's a number that we have to each each year. There will be a number that we have to reach. Mm-hmm. They're quite vocal about it, but I probably I assume it's not much different at other schools where right. the numbers probably need to make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want it to sound so kind of like cutthroat of yeah, this number. Draconian, or, um, like do this or perish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. It, it, yes, there's a number. Um, yeah. I, I would then assume that they use the numbers from each program, what they're expected to get as, as some sort of projection for um, enrollment. And uh, they're counting on us. They're counting mm-hmm. on us to, to get our numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not at any kind of, there's no, been no roster number that I'm expected to right. to stay at. I've, since I've come in, I've more sort of just thought, well, this is what I think is needed to be, to keep the level of competition for injuries and um, also the games program is quite intense, so mm-hmm. you do need quite a few bodies. Yeah. But um, no, there's no, there's no roster number I have to stay at, I think, as long as I'm probably in region of around 28 to yeah. kind of 35 yeah. I would have thought that, that was I, I'm safe with that um, but I don't think you can have your cake and eat it really I mean if I'm going to sit here and say that I think it's a really good idea that they have a model and a way of working you can't then complain when they there's certain expectations yeah um, <laughs> you know specific expectations that they want you to get to so I have no issue yeah um I'm learning more and more about the model. I haven't read the book, but yeah. um, I did listen to the podcast, and I've, you know, I had my interview with President Docking, so I'm more than aware. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I just try to educate myself. I'm working at Adrian, so I try and educate myself yeah, on yeah. what's specific to Adrian is how does President Docking want this to work, and how does the athletic department want this to work, and how do I want it to work, and the players, and then it all sort of, I guess it all sort of comes together from there, and. Mm-hmm. But like anywhere, there's there's things that I, um, probably part of the parts of the model where where um, you, you you don't it's not dislike that would be a, the wrong word but there's parts of the model where they have to be there whether you like it or not sort of thing yeah and yeah then, yeah but they're just constraints like anybody else would have in their yeah. program but yeah. I don't think they're to the point with men's soccer I don't think there's anything to the point where it prevents us from yeah. improving the results of this, of this yeah, program. Yeah, there's, nothing, yeah. there's nothing that stops us. Yeah. I it's think if anything, real... it helps it, What's that? I think if anything, it helps us. I think having yeah, yeah. some sort of framework to work yeah. in, yeah. they found a, probably the, the top level, they found a framework to, yeah. you can't be everything, but you can kind of be something. Yeah that has helped us all and it, I think it just keeps everybody aligned um, and in taking the job I knew what they were and I was happy to work within them yeah I'm like the 
uber libertarian, right? Like, leave me alone. I just want to do my thing. And it's probably one of the criticisms my bosses have always had of me. Like, you just do your own thing, and that's not how. But after speaking with him, I I find like in college athletics and and that sort of thinking is not good, right? Like, there does have to be, and whether it's president. Docking's vision and how he sort of crafted it and come up with this, hey, we're going to use athletic, right? Like, there's a hundred different visions depending on who your president is, but I, I, I'm a firm believer there has to be a structure, a, a structure for, you know, a, a structure for success, right? Like, hey, if if we if you if you fall within this framework and you do what we're asking you to do to support the school, you will be successful. You will be, that's a success point for you. Right. And, and I think it, the snowball effect of that is if you're successful in that area, you'll be more successful on the field and so on and so forth. So, um, that was one of my more, like I said, it's probably one of my more interesting conversations to, to, to speak with him about. But yeah. anyhow, I don't want to get you in trouble with the boss. So we'll, we'll steer clear. I do have to ask you, even though this is old, this is the second year, and it seems to sort of, things have sort of normalized. Do you, are, do you like no overtimes during the regular season, or do you, do you prefer to battle it out? It, it uh, <laughs> the rules of college soccer. Uh, yeah, that's one thing that I I had to get to grips with that pretty quickly because there was lots of there's lots of rules. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, during during the no, it was it was it, probably game to game. I felt different because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different, everyone says different. that. That yeah, game stages, I wanted more. At this game, I was yeah. happy to get out. <laughs> so it doesn't. It didn't really bother me. It's not something I think about. I think we oh. had, as a team, I think we had bigger things to think about. Right. Um, it, that, those weren't any of the reasons why we we didn't have the, the, yeah. the success. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. anything to do with the rules. Um, certainly nothing to do with the referees. So yeah, I, I blame I the referees. You're always better off blaming the referee. I'm one, so just blame. That's fine. That guy, you know, simple coach ref guy, he's terrible. Don't have him. Um, what What are your plans? Because I, I, I think really successful programs really have a focus in on the spring. And I think there's a lot more growth that happens in the spring than in the fall because the fall is so – rapid fire games and you're just sort of constantly on the move it's really hard what what are your what are your plans for the spring uh well we'll play a couple of games at the end of spring we we um we use our game day for a couple of games so we'll we'll, we'll do that we did that last year um i suppose then from there you you know the calendar's going to work where you're going to have many practices kind of leading up to those two games and then those two games are kind of the end point for the season. I think practice is um, is more about right now probably fitness, which seems like a very simple, almost boring thing. Probably if my players were listening, then they would be disappointed. That's just, oh, just <laughs> But I've heard it beep tests every day. <laughs> yeah, well, Yo-yos. nice. 
Yeah, yeah, no, not not necessarily, but but more more just trying to. I felt at least during the fall that there was part of what we were talking about earlier and getting over the line and maybe falling a little bit short. Part of it was to do with fitness, so I think there will be a big big part of it will be um, getting the boys into just better habits. So it's not so much when I talk about fitness, it's not so much just about running it from the from the education part kind of helping these guys um to choose the right things to eat and make sure they sleep properly and mm-hmm. they recover properly and all these um all these good habits that they probably need to get in to maximize their day so whether it be you know as a, as a student you need to be in class and and then from there you need to be able to come to practice and then from there you need to also be a real person and sleep and be yeah. You know, you've got to be social as well. So, so there's there's lots of things to it. So when I just say um, fitness, I, I guess I probably should have said that it's just again working towards trying to help these guys um, be better versions of themselves. I, I, same when you watch recruiting as well. Is how many guys do you watch? Where again, you're only watching them on the field, but how many of them actually have an education and how to look mm-hmm. after themselves? Mm-hmm. Um, these guys are fortunate. I, I, I come from a world where, like, you didn't really have this education. You probably didn't have time a lot of the time as well to, um, because you might have been working another job. Um, yeah. And I'm just thinking back to days in England, right, where a lot of people are, you know, working a different job, but they were still able to, um, you know, be fit enough, be committed enough. Yeah. And uh, I guess it sort of just leads you to think that you do make it, you do make these things too easy for them sometimes mm-hmm. it's so easy because i've got everything i've got mm-hmm. a strength and conditioning coach you know if we have a nutritionist or if we have um you know the athletic training staff and we have yeah. um you, you, yeah. at times i almost hand I'm, hand handed to you right like hey look at all this stuff for you rather than it's not their them. fault yeah it's yeah no 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 yeah, yeah exactly they've got it all and then it's my I, I, yeah it is my job i suppose just to I'm probably helping them sometimes by maybe not giving them everything. Mm-hmm. But then when you don't give them everything, you you, you 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 then feel guilty, I suppose, because you could have... It's that, it's you end up just sort of, I guess, chasing your tail a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, you are trying to help these people. Like You love them to bits. They're the people yeah. you've recruited, the people you spend all the time with. But, um, yeah, that old sort of cliche saying of you want, you want them to help themselves. Yeah. It's a tough one. I think it's a bit of both. You've got to educate them. This is what we. I'm going to try and I've continued. I will continue to try and do. Um, and then you just want people here who, uh, yeah, will will jump on board with it, try and help themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's early. It's not even Christmas. You just finished up your season. Is there? Do you have any goals? in mind for what you would want for the fall season for the 2024 season do you have anything that you can share and that won't be like you know inspiration board stuff for opposing teams uh no i i think for us it's it's the goal whether it's probably the short and long-term goal is to have a team that's um that uh is maximizing everything that they've got. So like the physical pieces, like we just spoke about mm-hmm. and, um, that get into better habits, a team that's 
cohesive, they get along, we do fun things together, we have a laugh, we make fun of each other, and they make fun of me, and we have a respect, and that's really important. Um, you just keep things going, eating lunch together and all that kind of stuff, that's really important. So um, I'm not so sure a final goal. Um, of course, you want to win more games and finish higher, because that, that is the job. Like, I've not just been bought in to just to keep the group happy. So you're still finding a, <laughs> finding a way to win more games. Yeah. That, that comes with it, definitely. Um, for me, though, yeah, I would really like to just see a group of people in front of me who are maximizing their potential, um, you know, maximizing lifting opportunities, eating the right things, speaking to each other properly, speaking to people properly. Um, they start to think a bit more about each other and uh, still about themselves, but you know, sometimes just thinking about you know the next person. Or mm. and uh, when you do all of that, and there's probably more. I can't I can't cover everything. There's probably a bit more, but like I'm I'm really interested to see where then training goes and where games go. Um, mm. I think in training again, a group that they understand what the session's about to be, and then they go do it. They put forth the effort and go do it. So. Um, I don't. Th I, th I think many teams have all got the same goal pool. Um, yeah. Especially in in college soccer, where you have a chance for most years just to reset the button. Everybody's got the same goal. Um, I can keep telling the boys, you know, we we want to finish first, or we want to finish in a playoff spot. Um, but uh, it's no good if you don't if you don't every day put forth the things that, yeah. that um, probably get you closer to it, right? Yeah. 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 Very true, very true. Listen, I want to be cognizant of your time. Um, I really do appreciate this. I really do appreciate you taking the time. This was fantastic. Um, I, I am, you have a fan from afar. I'll be cheering you guys on. And um, I appreciate you taking the time today. But I'm sure it's a busy schedule, and like I said, with the holidays. So um, just want to thank you, and, and I'm really grateful for your time. Well, you're welcome on campus and at a game anytime. So, uh, and Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, thank you. You, you as well.